Good morning, everyone. It's a beautiful day today. The sky is blue. I'd like to say to you, welcome to Saopa's presentation by Tilimokete, a professional nurse dedicated in mental health. I'm going to be presenting this morning to all of you the relationship between chronic diseases or chronic conditions and mental health. I know that mental health is part of the chronic diseases, but let's see how chronic conditions affect mental health or vice versa. Thank you. First slide, please. The World Health Organization, as the body that is looking after everybody's health throughout the world, has defined mental health as a relationship which is very harmonious with others, with others who are others, with the intimate person, with the chronic conditions that the person has. And um, if, if, if one has got a proper or a well-balanced relationship between oneself and the environment, and one is able to manage conflict or resolve conflict or personal problems in a very fair or proper way, then that person is mentally healthy. Next slide. Okay. As in my introduction, I, I have alluded to the fact that there are chronic conditions or chronic diseases that are related to mental health. Today, let's look at arthritis and types of arthritis that we have, your rheumatoid arthritis, osteoarthritis, including mood disorders. And mood disorder, remember, it's a mental health disorder. So Julia, mighty member yesterday, came up with osteoarthritis as a topic that she discussed with us. You can find it on YouTube. And she went to town on how to assist clients with osteoarthritis. So what is this osteoarthritis? It's a major cause of disability and it reduces quality of life and actually life expectancy of clients or of people out there. It increases with age. And we have seen a lot of people walking around either with sticks or with crutches because they cannot walk on their own or do anything without pain or without assistance. They need to be assisted. So the level of disability that is associated with mental health, it's, it's, it's most important because the spirit of the person, the mood of the person will either be reduced or go down a lot. And they are always in pain. They don't want to do this. They can't do that because they are uncomfortable. So as far as the depression as a mood disorder is concerned, it is one of the major mood disorders. And what happens when an individual has got osteoarthritis and depression? We say chronic diseases such as Osteoarthritis also causes an increase in depression. It causes an increase in anxiety. I've just said the spirit of an individual goes down. They don't want to do anything. They're not interested in, in anything. And their mental health is therefore negatively affected. Next slide, Patrick. Okay, so the studies that are there 
out there are plenty. A lot of research has been done. And they have shown that although the prevalence of osteoarthritis is higher in older people, there are younger people that have got arthritis. Okay? And the prevalence of mental health disorder is higher in patients with osteoarthritis at the younger age because they become very depressed. They are put on medication, and this medication, unfortunately, it, it, it reduces their immunity. And this medication falls under a group of medication that we call glucocorticosteroids or glucocorticoids. And these are the ones that reduce the, the, the immunity level of younger people. I'm sure you've seen a lot walking around with moon faces like, you know, that the, the, the shape of their faces become round and round. And then they eventually have got issues with their, um, their, their kidneys. And these are the patients that are most of them still young. And they will be on pain medication, including the elderly or the older adults. They will be on pain medication for a long time. And that reduces the longevity. Thank you. Next slide, which would be the last slide. If I'm not aware. No. Thank you. So psychosocial support. What can we do to help the carers or the patients themselves at home? So as Saopa, we believe that involving the family is of critical importance. So the activities and exercise that we should be thinking of as Saopa and as family members is, are activities that should be light, activities that would, the patient would be able to manage, like walking, not leaving them in bed the whole day, not allowing them to sit in one position all the time. Just taking a walk, three, four steps towards the end of, of the wall from the house or walking around the block to increase their motility. And one of the best, the best things that we can do for them is to love them dearly so, is to show them support is to give them the care that they need. Because some of them, because of osteoarthritis, as Julia said yesterday, they would need their hands and their feet to be exercised, to be stretched a bit. So if we do not assist them to stretch their fingers and stretch their arms and stretch their legs and let them walk a bit on their feet, especially the elderly, they, they are going to find it very difficult to stretch and walk, and they are not going to enjoy anything in their lives. Remember last week we spoke about older, or older people or the elderly. The elderly and older people are the ones that are mostly affected by osteoarthritis. And this brings a lot of pain into their, their, their feet, their legs, and their arms. I didn't say anything about the back and the hips, which are larger joints. And these are the ones that are carrying our bodies all the time. So it is very, very important that we help them to exercise. Remember, if they don't exercise, sitting in the same position for the whole day, or for a longer period, then they are going to find it very difficult to stand up or to walk. This will make them rely on medication all the time. Because even when they come to the clinics or they go to the doctor, what they do is, or say is, doctor, I am in pain. Yes, they are in pain, but if they rely on medication all the time, and not exercise, then it's going to be a problem because 
their immune system, if they're put on corticosteroids, will reduce. And the more it reduces, the more they become um, challenged mentally. The pain also challenges them mentally. I don't think any one of us would like to be in pain all the time. But therapists such as Julia, my colleague or my teammate, have explained how pain can be reversed or how pain can be treated without maybe going too much towards the tablets, the medication, although it has to be part and parcel of this, but let's reduce the number of tablets. Remember, they, they are not only suffering from osteoarthritis as the elderly, most of them might have diabetes as well, or hypertension. And uh, this <laughs> procedure of taking tablets two times, three times a day, and a lot of tablets drives them through the wall or up the wall. Thank you, Patrick. The last, very, very last um, one sentence or two sentences that I must say with, with the psychosocial support is that let us assist them when they are taking their medication so that they do not, they are not tempted to, to take overdose because they'll be saying, but this paracetamol or panado is not giving me, um, is not having enough effect. It, it's not giving me a pain-free afternoon or a pain-free four hours. So let's assist them when they're taking medication and explain to them. Because the medication might come in different colors. Okay. Um, paracetamol today can come in, in, in a red box. And tomorrow it can come in a white box. It might be oblong in shape. It might be round in shape. So we, we, we need to, to, to explain to them and, and encourage them without being nasty to them and, and give them the love that they need. And uh, again, let us assist the elderly and people that have got osteoarthritis when they go to the clinics for their follow-up. Um, like I said in my last presentation, let's assist them. Let's Let's, let, 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 let's see to it that they are accompanied. When they have got a problem in walking or in, in, in using the devices that they're using, like your crutch, like the frame or the wheelchair, if they come to that stage, they need assistance. They really need assistance. Let's show them how they can use the devices that have been given or, or have been prescribed to them because some of them will be having anxiety in using the frame. They think they might fall. They think they might trip and remove everything that is in their way so that they've got a free way. They are able to walk properly and, and they have got confidence in using the, 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 the crutch or the frame or whatever that it is device that they are using. It is, it is, it is important that um, at times they are unable or afraid to say, but I am afraid to use this. Or no, I wasn't born using this. They reject the frame. Or no, I don't want to sit in a wheelchair and yet it, it is important that um, when we, we get the device, we explain to them the use of the device. We explain to them why they should be using um, the wheelchair to help them to get around the corners, to help them to go maybe to the shops or to help them to, to be driven around, maybe to be taken to a park where most of the time they can't walk on their own or walk for a longer period. So a wheelchair would be very, very helpful in that case. Patrick, I think I have come to the end of the presentation. Um, should there be any questions, Patrick, um, 
you can come up with them. Yes. Um, you know, I, I always had a, a, a different idea of what the meaning of mental health was. <clears throat> I, I always had the impression, and I, I, I see now that I'm wrong, that, that mental health practitioners would be people that would help other people to to become happy or to, to, to lose their depression or that sort of thing. Um, so, but I see now that that is basically the target by helping people, you're actually just loving them and being there to assist them in their, in their needs. Am I correct? Yes, you are right. You are correct. And working on top of that, Patrick, and working together with the family or the caregiver because you cannot work alone and you shouldn't try. Yes. I see. So there, yes. aren't, so there aren't any sort of mental exercises or like, you know, like a, a, a psychiatrist, you'll, you'll psych the person out, you know, you'll try and figure out what's bothering them then and then talk to them and through counsel um, lift their mood as it were. Because it sounds, seems to me that, that I mean, not, not only seems, I can see why that, they, that the people are definitely hurting. They, they, there's something in them that that's, they're not happy. And uh, maybe, maybe preachers or, or just people that work in the church that can go around and, and maybe give these people a, you know, a small sermon or something like that, help them, help uplift them, you know, give them some kind of hope, you know. Uh, you, you, yes, Patrick, you're right. Remember, as a as communities, um, I think Saupa has got in 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 us. We as Saupa, we 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 are realizing that as communities, there is no way that we are going to work in silos as Saupa, mm -hmm. but we will be working together with the communities. If, for an example. I have been an active member at my church, and now that I've got osteoarthritis, which sets me back, it, it, it impedes my continuation with my activities at my church. The church members are the ones that are going to be saying, oh, hang on, we are missing this old lady. What could be happening? Or this old lady all of a sudden walks into the church hall with a crutch or with a, 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 a frame, that indicates that I am lacking somewhere. I cannot, I cannot do things on my own anymore, which is not a bad thing. I do have assistance, and I've got people that I've been working with that know me very well. I'm sure they'll be glad to say, can we help? If I'm being driven on a wheelchair, they're going to push me into the hall and push me out of the hall. And the groups that I've been belonging to are not going to shun me. They are going to say, oh, welcome. And they open their hands and, and we continue with whatever, or we start topics, or I perhaps can be the one that say, uh, let me tell you, if you are in this situation, this is how I felt, or this is how I'm feeling. So I'd like to start a group of people that are on wheelchairs or using frames and speaking to their families on how to assist them. Being a nurse, it, 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 it's always easier for people to speak to one another or form groups, and it is always helpful. Wow, thank you very, very, very much, Julie. That was wonderful. Very helpful, my dear. And uh, okay. could you maybe just... Uh, Greet the people, those who are listeners, and, and yes. sign off. Yes. Thank you so much, Patrick. I appreciate your assistance first and foremost. And you're very helpful. And then I'd like to say to all the listeners, thank you for putting aside your time and seem to either to listen to this um, small presentation can we continue to assist one another? I'm going to be very much appreciative if you send me comments or 
or, or, or additions or whatever information that you have so that we grow from day to day. I appreciate your time and thank you very much. Thank you.